Welcome to KG Education's Cultivating Connection podcast, enlightening conversations and guided meditations to inspire and connect educators. I'm Leah Oback. And I'm Devin Caldwell. We're the Kenton Girls, and together we make up KG Education. Through interviews and self-care practices, we'll share our passion for professional learning, wellness, and community to cultivate connections for educators everywhere. We believe that teachers are stronger and more impactful educators when they're connected and cared for, and it's our mission to support you with teaching, technology integration, and teacher wellness. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and our website at kgeducation.ca. Connect with us. We'd love to hear from you. And now for the most recent episode of our podcast. In this collaborative episode hosted by Joel Templeman of Tech Manitoba, we're joined by other podcasters in education for a panel discussion. As you listen, you'll learn more about how to get started with podcasting and recommended tools, software, and apps. All participants share the lessons they've learned about podcasting, as well as some pitfalls to avoid. Tune in to discover why podcasts are a powerful and fun teaching and learning tool. Are you interested in getting started with podcasting? Visit kgeducation.ca slash podcast guide to sign up for your free guide to podcasting and education. It's a three-page handbook that's jam-packed with tips and tools for launching your own podcast. Dr. Michelle Lamb and Dr. Uh, Jacqueline Kirk from the BU Cares Leaning In and Speaking Out podcast. Uh, They interview guests who research and lived experiences directly impact real world classrooms. Devin Caldwell and Leah Obak blend professional learning and wellness into cultivating connection with KG Education. They're joining us now. Uh, And finally, uh, Adriano Magnifico and uh, Akira Satakis from Adventures in Careerland uh, features students who share life-changing experience that impact their careers and personal character. Welcome, podcasters. So um, I just ask that each of you kind of give yourself a, an introduction. Um, that we kind of have three separate podcasts and, and pairs for each. So uh, if you can kind of talk about... Uh, how you got into this and uh, and what your podcast is focused on. Who wants to go? Hi there. I'm happy to start. My name is Devin Caldwell. I'm from Kenton, Manitoba, and I'm a resource teacher in Fort LaVos School Division, a special instructor at Brandon University in the Faculty of Education, a PhD candidate at UVic, and also a yoga teacher. So there's lots of different ways that I get to be involved with learning and teaching in different areas of education. Uh, My first experience with podcasting was actually through my school division where I'm the PD chair, and we started a professional development podcast called Teach Like a Boss. And Leah and I, of course, also have our podcast, Cultivating Connection, and Leah will just tell you a little bit more about that. Yeah, it's so nice to join you. So together with Devin, uh, we founded uh, KG Education to support teachers with professional learning and teacher wellness. Um, 
I'm also a technology coach or ICT teacher leader for Park West School Division. So I support teachers and students with technology integration in 15 different rural schools. I work three quarter time. So when I'm not there, I'm doing events through KG. And yeah, I have um, used podcasting in different ways. So for one, I love listening to podcasts and learning. For two, I have done it as a classroom project with teachers supporting them and their students in producing podcasts, which is just an awesome learning experience. And then Devin and I started hosting our own to kind of bring teachers together to learn from one another. So thank you so much for inviting us to join the panel today. Hi everybody, I'm Adriano Magnifico. I'm the uh, career and entrepreneurship consultant in the Little Real School Division in Winnipeg. And um, I've been uh, I've been fortunate that uh, a lot of different people tap me on the shoulder and say, hey, do you want to try this? And that's been most of my life. I, sometimes I don't have the ingenuity or the creativity, but somebody taps me on it and then I just go pursue something. And I'm working at the Arts and Technology Center at the Little Real School Division. And uh, there's an incredible program here. There's 13 programs. One is, you know, between the applied learning pieces, the apprenticeship trades of plumbing, automotive, electrical. There are also some applied learning programs here. And one of the gems in this place is called the Broadcast Media Program. So when I was moved here and I move around the division, I support career development throughout the division and entrepreneurship throughout the division. And we're a pretty large division, there's 40 schools. And when I was moved here to connect with the 13 programs and to offer an extra dose of career development to all the applied learning, I hooked up with the broadcast media program and I always thought about podcasting as something that uh, was interesting. I listen to them all the time. You know what? I, I just, there's a few I love. I could listen to Smartless all day long with Jason Bateman and uh, a deep state radio. It's not awful. You just got to listen to it. It's fun and different kinds of, and so I appreciate the stories. I'm really into the stories. So when I connected with, this program and saw the great work they were doing and they were already podcasting and I didn't have to learn all the tech of it. Holy smokes. Like there's a lot to learn here if you want to do it. Well, and, and people will attest to that. I, uh, I jumped into this and we created this podcast and so I'm kind of the content developer of it and I'm super, super fortunate that the guy to my right here uh, is part of my production team. Yeah, I don't know if you're right or my right, but my right. The handsome kid in here is uh, the old kid, uh, the old part of the team here um, with the microphone in the computer lab is uh, is working with me. So that's who I am. And I again, my goal is career development for the whole division. And podcast has now become a piece of the career development mantra. So go ahead, Akira. Everyone, uh, my name is Akira Sikaki. Uh, like Mr. Magnifico was mentioning. Uh post-secondary student studying broadcast media here at the Louis Riel Arts and Technology Center. Um, I'm a graduate, 2021 graduate from Windsor Park Collegiate, also located here in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Um, I was approached for Adventures in Careerland because I guess Mr. Magnifico kind of needed that technological advice and since I was in this program it kind of was a great fit. So I'm a co-producer. Uh, I also have another co-producer. Her name is Zoe Kruzik and that's that's me. Hey, Michelle and uh, Jack, Jackie. Sure, sure. So I'm Michelle Lamb. You've all heard my voice already from the panel before. Um, 
but I'll just say I got started in podcasting about just over 10 years ago. I was an EAL teacher and um, this is going to date me because it was actually a little longer than 10 years. But um, back then, if we were trying to teach listening skills, the way we did it was with a CD and we would listen to these very canned conversations and then ask our students questions about them. And um, I taught like beginner level language learners and uh, it was just painful to listen to these conversations that were not authentic and um, really just quite terrible in terms of how they were put together. And so that's how I initially got started in podcasting. I wanted to create some language content that was appropriate for their language level, but um, also didn't diminish their their knowledge. The, the language might not be at the level where they can uh, understand or communicate, but their ability to think about the issue was um, not diminished at all. And so I felt like we could talk about real things in um, lower English ability levels. So that was about, I think, 2009, around there. And um, then that kind of fell off the radar. I moved on into a new career. And then when I started here at BU Cares, um, Jackie came and found me and said, I heard you did a podcast before, and we should do a podcast to link um, educators in the community with researchers who are doing research in that area. And I loved it, but I didn't want to do it alone and, and roped her in too. So um, Jackie, I'll let you introduce yourself, but that's kind of how we got started. Sure. Um, so I, again, serendipitously uh, was assigned to review an article um, about podcasting where, and because when you review, it's all blind review. I don't know where it was. It was somewhere on the Eastern seaboard. Um, a university was working with uh, the schools in their area and uh, broadcasting regular podcasts that were bringing together researchers and uh, people from the field to talk about the most current research and how that was moving into classrooms. And it's one of the things that we always struggle with at the university is how to make our research heard and real um, and valuable for teachers. And sometimes we fail at making it accessible. And so uh, when I had when I read that article, I really wanted to try something like that, but I'm never quite brave enough to do those things on my own. And so uh, with Michelle, we've been able to do that and we've been doing it for about three years now and we have heard some of the most exciting stories and uh, it really does make the research so much more alive to have people from the field that are discussing it with the researcher. So that's leaning in and speaking out. Thank you. Um, I don't podcast. I'm not a podcaster, but I am a consumer of podcasting. Um, one of the things I'm going to ask is, uh, you know, what what problem were you trying to solve with your particular podcast? Uh, and, you know, how podcasting itself is difficult, but even more so, how do you bring that into an educational context? What I will say, though, is um, I appreciate all the podcasters in the world. I, I uh, doing the dishes, driving the car, um, have been able to gain uh, so much insight into things I wouldn't necessarily have done. And some of the, my favorite podcasts are when um, people are having a conversation that they just as easily could have had over the phone with no one else listening, talking about their work, 
talking about their thing, asking questions, having a really good, uh, you know, conversation and, and insightful, but then sh being able to share that, uh, you know, just just putting themselves out there, taking that risk and sharing that with everyone so everybody can be in on that conversation. Uh, we talked about this in the open educational resources, right? That sharing of this knowledge, the effort that you're putting into it uh, multiplies when it's out there. So uh, thank you to all of you just for doing what you've done. I've listened to all your podcasts and enjoy them. Um, but yeah, so uh, what, what, what were you trying to solve and to do the work that you're doing? Because uh, it's a lot of work and uh, how do podcasts really fit into that educational environment? Well, we'd be happy to start off sharing on this topic. Leah and I are from a small rural community. We both work in rural school divisions. And one of our missions in KG Education is to build community and connect educators and share ideas. And we just thought podcasting was a great solution to that because it's free and it's accessible and lots of people really enjoy listening to podcasts. Yeah, and we just love um, bringing, bringing guest teachers on our show and being able to share their ideas and amplify their voices. And then also having another way of disseminating the ideas and strategies that have worked for us. Um, so those are kind of the reasons why we find podcasting works and how we started this mostly as a professional learning journey. And the beautiful thing is, is not only do our listeners benefit, but Devin and I also benefit we learn from our guests. We learn from when, even if it's just us sharing and talking, that reflection mm -hmm. and going through our own thoughts to prepare uh, for episodes is really an awesome reflective practice for us as educators too. So I think mainly accessibility, connection, community, reflection. Those would be our, our big goal. That's awesome. Hey, I you know what I like? Um, I've, I've been a bit of an entrepreneur most of my time and I've, I'm always looking for gaps, and what I always found, I I I really enjoyed the project-based learning thing this morning, uh, the the panel this morning, and really for me, what they were always talking about, they were searching for gaps, they were searching for things that just weren't working right, and and of course that's when it comes to career development for high school students and uh, post early post-secondary students, I always found there was a gap because we always talk about the stories of Jack Welsh or Meg Ryan, or those stories are easy. They're easy to find. They're easy to talk about this, this great progression to work, but you never quite get their story in formation. And I want to know all the time for a kid to understand and to hear from another student, what was it like in grade 11? And what was going on through your brain? And what kind of decisions were you making? And I found that to be an enormous gap. And when I brought, uh, you you saw Zoe there. Zoe's gone. You was with Akira. Zoe photobombed you. That was really nice. Um, but th for me, that was a real gap. But when I'm doing career development, these go into career development courses for kids to read. So I've always got that practical piece to me. I do it. I do it. And you're right. I think, Devin and Leah, you're so right. You become so smart doing this, and you have to put your kids in that context so that they can become smarter than you. And that's always the challenge. Teachers are always the smartest people in the room because they do all the talking. So when you take that away and they become the talkers, the learning is off the chart to me, and it fills some gaps. I had a kid. We had uh, Lily, who's a mom, 44-year-old mom, changed everything, HR director in China. She's in one of the podcasts. And she came in to talk about the immigrant experience of coming to Canada with all this skill. Grade nines were listening to a podcast in my career development class, grade nines and tens. 
and they said, I really get that story. That's just like my mom. That's just like my grandpa tells me that's that's where the connections and the synapses start firing for me and they begin to see possibility. It's, you know, when we've had a, a few, in terms of gaps, when those stories emerge and kids feel like, especially the, the old chamber, you've all heard that one, right? Um, you're going to have 15 jobs in your life. You better be ready for it. So what? I've heard that. It used to be 10. I heard that when I was growing up. You're going to have so many jobs. The stories give them the possibilities and, and let them understand everyone will change and iterate and you will never be, end where you begin and never. And everyone's job, everyone, I've done thousands of internships and job shadows. Every single person I talk to, that, that origin of their career, start after high school, is never what it is right now. Never. Never. And that's what kids need to hear. Because I just talked to a student. I just talked to me one. I'm so worried. My friends are all of a plan. They're going, don't worry about it, kid. It's okay. Listen to the podcast. These guys didn't have a clue either. And look at them now. So anyway, for me, it was about the gaps. It's always about the gaps and filling in things. I don't do things unless they fill a need. And they connect in some way to help further my audience, which is youth their sense of possibility and decision-making and thinking, and, you know, build the mindset of it's all possible. Listen to these people. Go ahead, Akira. <laughs> Akira, I have two questions for you. Uh, one, does he ever let you talk? No. And, uh, <laughs> and two, uh, yeah, what you're going to say, but also from the student point of view, like what is this, is this unique? Have you been able to, you're doing something and it's not just a class project that nobody sees. This is out of the world, right? I'm interested. Yeah, no, um, it's completely different because um, I was picked for this program. Uh, I'm actually the second iteration. So as Mr. Magnifico mentioned, uh, Lily, she was the uh, part of the first two producers for Adventures in Careerland. So I was approached here because I'm in this program and um, I have pretty good abilities when it comes to technology and all that, which Magnifico needed for his, his podcast. So I think it's really, it's, it's been really like eye opening. It's been really great having this experience to do these podcasts and have them be a series of things because up till now we've only done maybe five podcasts top, but um, yeah, it, I, I think it's really important. And I really enjoyed doing them and it is, well, I want to just build off of what he said. It's very educational because as a student, uh, I understand what it feels like to maybe not know exactly what you want to do. And then you're expected to kind of, you've always been told like you need to know what you want to do. Leaving high school, you have to go maybe university, do whatever that is. But doing these podcasts, I've realized that the majority of these people had no clue. And it's connecting those dots, which is what Magnifico likes to say, is you can't connect those dots looking forward you have to connect the dots looking back which means it's those dots that lead to one one dot leads to another and another and another and then when you're finally at your destination you look back on how you got there and a lot of the people we we interview for our podcast they're still journey they're still in their journey they're not done yet a lot of them are like they're all professional people but they're still doing things to change constantly and they're still collecting those dots and it's, it's nice to see that um, from a student perspective, to see that not, not everything is set in stone. Excellent, thank you. Uh
Jackie or Michelle, you have anything on that? Uh, I have more questions if not. I'll be really, really brief. I really like that idea of connecting dots. Someday I might be able to look backwards and connect my own, maybe someday. So I like that. Um, in terms of what we were trying to do in our podcast and what kind of gap we were trying to fill, uh, basically, I think just the being that university community bridge and trying to make those connections. And also researchers can sometimes talk in really insider language. And um, so this kind of forces them to talk in everyday language, which makes it more accessible to a wider audience. And so I think for me, those are the two big things that we try to do. Jackie, do you have anything to add? No. <laughs> so uh, practically then, so advice to new podcasters. You've convinced me I want to do this. I'm interested. I'm sold. Uh, I'm going to go and type in podcasting.com and, and start tomorrow. Um, but practical things, right? What are the what are the good, the bad, the ugly of this? What, what are some practical starting points? Um, my only contribution to this is uh, in the in the project-based learning uh, panel this morning, I'm, I wasn't there because I was doing the OER one, but uh, if, I'm sure that they talked about the um, the program uh, in uh, at Nelson Mac with uh, we had there was a student who did his entire project on podcasting, and I had the the um, pleasure of, of meeting with him, and um, he was looking for some some help, and I said, well, you know what let's not just have a phone call. Let's actually just record this thing. Let's do it as a podcast. And he had only done like one or two with like some classmates and whatever, but um, his, his um, biggest point was he, he kept waiting. He kept waiting to start. Oh, I need this. And I need these 10 things to start. If I need, I need a low, I, I can't start. I don't have a logo. I can't start. I don't have an introduction music. Uh, you know, anyone's listened to the first episode of Adriano's uh, thing knows that he hummed the intro. So uh, you don't need to have an intro right away. You can always add that later. But that was, I think, one of, one of his first initial takeaways was that um, if you're if you're waiting for it to be perfect, you'll just never start, right? So he he dove into it. And his first ones were horrible, and he admits it himself. And then he learned every time, and they got better and better. Um, so that's just me. That's my tiny experience in podcasting. But what 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 are some of those practical things uh, help some people um, who want to get into this uh, skip some of those first landmines? I was going to say exactly that same thing, Joel. Is that I am that person who would have tried to wait till I had everything lined up, <laughs> and Michelle is really dive in and. Um, it has been the best experience for me because she just keeps us rolling and she keeps saying, okay, here's the new one. You know, we're on with it. And we've had three years of doing really regular podcasts now because of that. I would have been back at still starting. And so I think that's a really important tip. For us, I think our advice to new podcasters, if you want to try this out, this may be reflective of our personalities is like, just take a little bit of time and outline a plan. So some things to think about would be one, what is like the goal or um, plan for your podcast? Like, do you want to do this as a classroom project when you go out student teaching? Do you want to do this as a classroom project um, with your current class? Do you want to record your own voice uh, as a way to reflect and share things that you've learned? Uh, do you want to have guests on your podcast so that you can share and amplify their voices? So that's one of the first decisions um, is kind of deciding on that. And then we do like to create like a little outline with some questions and the direction for our podcast, either the points that we want to share or the questions that we're going to ask our guests. Um, so as you can tell, we like a structured approach, but we just feel like 
doing that little bit of planning up front uh, gives us the security kind of to feel confident in recording our podcasts. The other thing is finding a really great tool that works for you. We love Anchor FM. It's very easy to use on your phone or your computer. Yeah. And it's been um, very easy entry for us. It eliminates so many extra steps. When I first started podcasting, I had to use multiple tools to get a podcast on um, Apple, Google, and Spotify. And with Anchor, it just it's totally one-stop shopping for podcasting. So we love Anchor as a tool. Yeah, and we kind of outlined our steps for you. Um, Joel will share with you the resources for this, but we made just a short three-page podcast guide that's available at kgeducation.ca slash podcast guide. And I know Joel's gonna share the resources too, but if you're thinking of trying this, feel free to reach out to us or we've published our steps for you too. Um, yes, the tool is Anchor FM. I will put it in the chat too. You know what, I, I really like what you said, uh, Devin and Leah, like you're saying, you have to have a why for it first. Like you have to have a reason to do it. In and of itself, doing it with a uh, with with high school students or junior high students, it gets them talking. The most powerful thing for a student to me is getting them talking, and getting them conversing and articulating their values, their thoughts, their ideas. It translates it translated translates into writing later. It really does. So the talking part of this as uh, just an an important part of being a student and in becoming more confident, huge. But when you add the pieces of going out into the woods or deciding that there's a gap in career development and there's a need, the purpose really becomes more powerful. And I really like that piece. So the, the why to me is very important. Why are you doing this thing? Uh, do you have to be to a, a loquacious person who can talk off the cuff all the time? I don't think you have to be. I think you can practice that and get better. I like what you said, Joel, about the Propel Kid, whom I know as well. Um, he just got better and better at that. He really did. And and it just made a lot of sense because when you practice that, and I take, I do workshops where I have kids do pitches 12 times in a row, and we score the pitches. The first pitch is awful. Pitch 12 is pretty good. And practice, practice. Alan Iverson, right, the old uh, Philly. Practice. Practice. Yeah, you got to practice this stuff. It makes you better. I, I just really think that. The other thing I got to, the first thing I ever did is I went to see Terry O'Reilly. Do you know who this is? Under the influence, Terry O'Reilly. This guy's spectacular. He's the CBC guy who does that marketing program. I don't even know if he does it anymore. because But I went to a two-hour workshop with this guy, uh, the Chamber of Commerce, and uh, he just said, here's all the tools you need. Here's what I do. Here's the exact plan. When you talked about Devin and Leah, when you talked about a plan, boy, did this guy have a schedule. Exactly 22 minutes every time to the minute. And he had a production team. I also learned that's why I went to, I need a production team, Akira, Zoe, Lily, Isabella, because I don't want, and they have the cool, I, the software you have, they have a very, they have a broadcast media program. They have boards that look like the 1966 Star Trek Enterprise, the bridge with all those little lights on it. I love it. So for me, those are the keys. What's the purpose? Are, are you going to do it? Can you surround yourself with the right people? And uh, is there anyone who gives a darn about this is what I always ask. So we have to constantly tweak it and talk about that, Akira and I do. What do you think, Akira? Yeah, no, uh, for sure. I think we're um, we're very fortunate, you and I, Magnifico, that we're in the Louis Real Arts and Technology Center because we do have those resources for podcasting. Um, 
I think how Devin and Leah, they mentioned that they have a tool that does it all, Spotify, Apple Music all at once. We also have one of those, so it's as easy as grabbing like the YouTube link and uploading it and it's all everywhere now. So it's it's super quick process. I don't think that you need those things to start a podcast. I think anyone can start a podcast and it's um, it's probably the best thing about podcasting is that it's a new form of media. So there, you have your conventional, like your news, your news you watch at six. Not anyone can just do the news, but anyone can do a podcast. There's people who do podcasts in their basement and they have terrible setups, but they do them and they end up being very well done. So, uh, yeah, I think it's, I think it, it's important to kind of have that structure. But one thing I love about doing adventures in career land is that we, we kind of move away from that structure sometimes. Like we make mistakes, Magnificent can testify. We make mistakes, but we laugh about them. And it's what makes our podcast kind of enjoyable to watch too. Because there's that. And they said a couple of times to me, Zoe said a couple of times, well, you can't say that. What did you say? You said the F word. I didn't say the F word. She goes, you said the F word. I did not. Well, the beauty of these two guys is they edited it out. We cut it out. <laughs> yeah, that, that's our job. So for my uh, my part in this is I actually do everything that's like you'll, you'll see on YouTube, really. So the graphics for it, um, I guess the title card, um, I get the picture of the the person we interview our guest that day and I get their like write up from Magnifico and then Zoe she's actually the kind of the back end she uh she actually goes in and edits the audio and does all of that and then I'll upload it when it's ready so we have a very kind of structured way when it comes to uploading but when it comes to actually taking our podcast it's very kind of go with the flow and I really like that about our podcast because we do have those questions that we want to get to we want to know how you got from where you were to where you are now but we do it in a fun way and we make mistakes and we enjoy doing that. And I, I honestly, I would recommend that if you want to do a podcast, just go for it because it's, it, it's fun. You'll have fun doing it. I think, I think one of the other good things is, um, and we talked about this in, in some of the past uh, panels, connectivity being an issue, but uh, the geography, you know, your, your access to the people who you bring in or you interview, uh, you know, it's completely feasible for, you know, make contact with someone around the other side of the globe who's interesting or they wrote an article or they wrote a book or something. You know, they don't have to fly in a plane and get there in a big studio like you guys have and, you know, audio boards the size of a table. Um, you know, you can have a, you can have a call, someone's up in the middle of the night and their uh, time zones and all that, but you can, you know, really connect with people outside of uh, your geographical limitations. Um, and they'll, they'll be willing to do it. I think people are more willing to do these things because it's 15 minutes or a half an hour out of their time and they don't have to do all the other things. So, um, so I think uh, Devin and Leah had uh, an answer to this. No. Okay, and if not, so I'll throw out another question too. So if you still have things that we're talking about, that's great. Uh, why shouldn't someone get into podcasting? Are there, are there, is there, is there a way when this might not work out or you've seen them not go well, or maybe even your own kind of is drifting off course a little bit and you had to recorrect, uh, where are the, where are the pitfalls? Well, Leah and I were kind of having a few laughs over the question, um, like why you shouldn't get into podcasting. And one of the things that um, I just wanted to mention was you shouldn't get into podcasting if you're a bad listener. How, how often have you listened to a podcast where like you really want to hear from the guest, but the, the host just talks the whole time? Um, or maybe you've had that experience yourself where you've been asked to be a guest on a podcast and you prepared all of your responses to the questions. 
And then the host never even really asked you. And they just, they talk most of the time. So I think being a good listener and working hard at showcasing your guests is an important attribute and if you want the show just to be all about you then don't have guests on so that would be my only thing that i would add about like maybe when you shouldn't get into podcasting leah oh yeah more my mine was like don't get into podcasting if you're looking for fame and fortune like i know there are some very notable <laughs> podcasts but just keep in mind that it takes a while to build up an audience and to reach more people that if that's your sole goal you might be disappointed because it does take a little while to let people know about your podcast and how people find it because there's like a lot of podcasts out there so there's more and more all the time so yeah those would be our only cautions with podcasting well that's good that makes sense to me it's um i mean you look at people like seth rogan and, and the incredible viewership of that guy but i think you're right if you're going into it to try to become seth rogan you may be sadly disappointed there's his numbers are off the chart right and very controversial and i i like are you are you going akira you said this to me once uh we're trying to be entertaining as well right in 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 our own way so it's uh but i never have this delusion that i think oh we're gonna we're gonna become the seth Rogen. i never have that illusion it fills a gap for me in some of the pedagogy we do and some of the some of the uh, uh the foundation of career development for us you know that's i think that's solid i, I don't think i, I i've ever uh, had a conversation and said oh was that seth rogan i was just talking to no it was uh, it was Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> but uh it's to the audience uh if if there's anyone out there right now who's actually got a podcast of your own, throw it in the chat. Throw a link in the chat. To get some get some listeners. Uh, if you've got any questions, put it in the Q&A. Um, you know, participate in this. If there's any questions for the panelists, please uh, ask away. Um, okay. Uh, other thoughts. Back to the education side of it, right? So you're doing this. It's it's obviously a lot of work uh, and commitment. And then almost my one thing is. You, you put one out, you put two out, you've got, you got it going. And then you're like, man, this is a lot of work. I want to stop. But people who listen to the first ones and they want another one, like you get to the point where, you know, that effort is tough. And, and, and if it is, I assume that it's worth it when it comes to accomplishing your, your, your goal. Ever felt like that, Joel, where it's like, oh, this is too, I think I just, really enjoy meeting the guests and hearing their conversations so much. I feel like I get to be a fly on the wall to like really fantastic people having this conversation. And I just absolutely love it. So I've, I don't think I've ever felt like, oh, I wish I could quit this. I don't, I don't know. Maybe other people feel that way, but I don't think that's ever been on my mind. We have felt overwhelmed by the work of just producing it and getting it out yeah that's so right, right now we have an ad out for uh somebody to do the back editing for us after the recording is finished tell your friends akira uh, akira you're going nowhere you're sitting right there <laughs> <laughs> no you nailed that i when you don't have the team I, that's a great piece about it right you have a team doing it not just not just the people speaking on the podcast that's enormous i could i wouldn't be doing this and you know what somebody said to me we've had two seasons of it i think about 25 podcasts uh and person said to me we said well this is the end of our season and people say to me when's the next one coming Boy, do you have to be regular if you build 
if you build a bit of a, a contract with people that you're going to be on every week, you better be on every week for these people or you'll lose that viewership if that matters to you. For me, I can use them whenever and just give the links to classes. But it's uh, there's there's that's an interesting part about podcasting. The people who are listening, if you actually are building the audience, and the 89 people who listen to our podcast, we don't want to disappoint them. So we want to be sure we tell them all the time, the next week, the next week, the next week. We have a regular schedule. I just want to... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, sorry. I just wanted to add, though, to counter that for like our student teachers in the audience, that if you feel like um you need a team to start you don't because Devin and i just do ours between the two of us and some of those things we talked about earlier are what allows us to do that it's just that we have a really yes. clear outline so we do very little mm -hmm. editing unless absolutely necessary we use a tool that's an all-in-one and makes it easy for us to record release um because you have to do what works for the time you have we both have teaching jobs yes. um and families and friends outside of this so just don't think you have to have the team to get started because the two of us do this and we also have a release schedule that works for us so we release every three weeks where lots of podcasts are every week we do what works for us and know that you can do that too or have a short season maybe it's only yes. four episodes a year with your class so just know that you can yes. tailor it and make it work for you too there's kind of two sides to that one like having a team sounds yep. awesome um but you can totally make that work for you if it's just you and you want to try this we are uh, proof that that's possible. Just that's don't brilliant. make it onerous. Like done is better than perfect for sure. Yeah, that's brilliant. Well done. Well done. I, is it? Do you think there? I noticed that you all have pairs. Adriano has a, a whole team of people uh, uh, managing him. But uh, at least uh, in the other two, you guys have each other. If nothing else, you uh, is, is that something you would maybe recommend? Is doing it alone would be maybe? Uh, I mean, obviously doable, but. Does that help having uh, the partnership? Like it, but different people would probably like different things. So I don't know. Leah, what were you going to say? I agree. I love doing, like Devin and I like to do everything together. If you know us, you know this about us. So we share a social media account. We present together. We've just, this is how we've rolled our, uh, our whole collaboration. So yes, we do like working together. Um, but, but we also do have episodes where I will just interview someone. Leah will just interview someone. Both of us will interview someone. So we have flexibility within our partnership, which I think is really key too. We do have conversations about, um, the types of voices that are going are going to be on the episode. And so uh, Jackie and I are both women. If we have a large research team or more than one person that wants to be a guest to present that research plus teachers, we sometimes worry that our episode is going to have a lot of similar voices and the listener might not be able to distinguish between those voices. And then as the hosts, we have to be very careful to signal to the listener if it's just an audio podcast to say, Oh, and Jackie, now what do you think about that to kind of signal who's speaking? So that is something we think about when we're planning. Or you have to invite people like uh, Grover or something, right? Hello, hello. And so they always know exactly who that would be, right? Just change the voices. Yeah, that would be ideal. We'll suggest that <laughs> next time. <laughs> I'm kidding. Anyway, I hope I'm gonna I'm gonna really start listening to your thing. That's awesome. There is a question in the chat. Uh, when using podcasting as a classroom project, what kind of time commitment should we al allow or account for? I could 
speak to that. Just last year, I recorded a podcast with a grade six class in my school that I was co-teaching in. And we kind of approached it actually as project-based learning. So the podcast arose out of a need for my students to share their thoughts and experiences about COVID. And so we probably spent about two weeks because we brainstormed, we developed questions together. Um, we, we learned how to interview and, and ask questions and respond to questions and speak up and speak clearly. So we brought in a lot of different skills and curricular outcomes to it. So I, I allowed two weeks for that, but that was me making it a big project. Instead, you probably could record a podcast with your class in half an hour as well. So it all just depends how you want to approach it. I would say mm -hmm. my experience last year, I supported a grade seven, eight teacher, one of my colleagues and her project was similar. She did it as like um, a collaborative project where all students were involved in the production uh, and the steps we used are included in the guide I mentioned mm -hmm. earlier, all the steps that her class went through. So they also made it into a larger project. But if you like, say you're going out student teaching and you need like a smaller project that you feel you can do, Think about how you can involve your students in the steps um, and maybe they are guests on the podcast and they have each, you know, each student prepares an answer to one question and you interview them. That would be a much easier way to condense it. Another thing that really um, I loved watching in my colleagues' classroom was that teams of two or three students took on different elements of production so that they were all working as a team. So it's not like every kid had to do every piece of the project. It was very interdependent. Um, one or two students designed the cover art. One or two students developed um, the um, kind of intro, outro, and did the editing. One or two students um, contacted guests and interviewed them. So I think that's a way you can break it down and kind of make it fit the timeline that you're interested in trying. And it can be as student-led or teacher-led as you need it to be for the time frame you have. I'd like to chime in just because yeah. as, a, as a student, um, I think it's actually a really good idea to do podcasting. Um, the first time we did podcasts, it, it was a little hard because we kind of live in a world where everything's at the touch of our, like, our fingertips. We're just texting, right? So we realized real quick because we needed to get guests on the podcast that we didn't know how to reach out, how to make a call. So that's a skill that I think is really important. And it's a skill that you learn if you're reaching out to someone to do a podcast, you have to give them a call, send them an email, something like that. And it, it's a skill that's kind of fading with time because everything's just, it's just one click away. So uh, I, I like that aspect of doing podcasts, reaching out to those guests to get them on. It's a, it's a fun thing to do. And you make connections that way too. And, you, and we also use Teams and you can use Zoom to just record it and use all the audio from that thing too. That can be a very quick way to do a podcast. In fact, we did that a couple of times. Akira, talk about that a bit. Yeah, no, um, I actually, that was the first time, I, the first time I did a podcast, I did it on Zoom. So you can actually record in the Zoom app itself and you can decide, it'll, it'll record your screen, so your picture, as well as it'll record the audio. So you can just take that audio clip and drop it into YouTube and then take that and drop it into your Spotify, your Apple Music, whatever it is. So if you're doing a podcast alone and you're going to reach out to a guest and you're going to meet over Zoom, it's a super quick process to do it. It's, it's just record, hit record, and you're good to go. And it worked out pretty well for us. Uh, so The the other thing that makes me think, too, and this is something one 
one of the things we're trying to do with this event as well is that interconnection and that network of, of people, of humans that you have outside of the teaching world too, right? Like, you know, I know not a lot of teachers have a LinkedIn account uh, or manage that. That's more of a businessy kind of thing, but you're in the business of education to a certain degree and uh, having those types of individuals in your life and now anywhere around the world and in any different circle, as you meet people collecting them, those are having not only the ability to write an email and say, hello, would you like to come on this podcast? But having those people to send that to is something that you need to cultivate over time as well. Um, I know that was actually one of the reasons I got into uh, this with uh, the Tech Manitoba connection was uh, teachers, uh, Matt Patrician specifically from the earlier panel, um, saying, hey, you've got all these tech connections. This is what I need. Okay, cool. Well, here's also, here, here's your connections. And why don't you also cultivate them yourselves as well, right? So that's important, um, I think, as well, if you're going to have a well-rounded um, topics and people and things like that. So. One of the things and ultimately, that we, go, ahead. Go, ahead. go ahead. Okay. Go ahead, Michelle. One of one of the things that we've found in uh, when our guests don't know each other very well or don't know us very well is that if we give some time at the beginning of the podcast before we hit record. Um, just to chat and get to know each other, it really helps lower the, their anxiety and we end up with a much better recording. In our earlier recordings, uh, when I was editing, I wanted to almost cut out the first 20, 20 minutes of the recording just because it was so stilted. And then at the end of the recording, we were just starting to get into it, but then our time was up. And so we found over time that it's much easier if we do some chatting at the beginning and then um, feel like we know each other a little bit more. I think there's... Um... Like the way that we would that I would go about it and how I did it was I actually had an outline with the questions I would ask, and then I just kind of give the guests an explanation of what's going to happen and then what they would need to actually be able to do the podcast. So headphones with a microphone would be preferred, um, just for audio reasons. It'll make it easier later in editing, but it wasn't a necessary thing. But I I would always book them maybe 15 minutes before the podcast was actually supposed to start so that you could kind of get to know them, yeah, so that it wasn't so awkward when it began. But it's really important to kind of get to know your guests before you do these things. And that's a great point, Akira. In fact, these things are indispensable to do this, now because we get so much better audio from using the headsets. Oh, my gosh. And it was so warbly and, and it cut it and out when we didn't have that. So I do it slightly differently. I, the day before, I call them. And I have a full conversation with them so that I prime the pump. So when they come on, some of the opening stuff goes. And as, as Akira knows, we talk about collecting the dots. And we ask what dots have you collected in your life? And we connect. And let's try to connect a few on this podcast. And we do that. I do that in prelim to say, tell me about a lot of your things so that I can bring them up and say, what about this time in your life? Do you remember when you, and then they pop it in. So I set myself up for each person, just so Akira, Akira and Zoe don't do that part, but they're aware when I come in and say, here's the here's the information on this person. Just be ready to ask. And that moment um, when we're able to actually, if we can capture that during our podcast, when they're looking back and they're actually connecting the dots, it's a very kind of like a memorable moment during the podcast because they're realizing, wow, I didn't like, I didn't realize that what I did then will lead on to something that like afterwards and so on. And it, it's really nice to see that connection. And those are the moments that are just the best for our podcast. 
Cool. We're just in the last minutes of our time. Any last advice? Um, go out and, and start uh, 64 other uh, podcasts. We've got lots of listening to do. Um, you know what? I just, as I've always been, I, I hear what you're saying, Jackie. I could have procrastinated this thing till, till the cow came home. Honestly, I, I should do it. I should do it. I should do it. I, I could use it in the classes. Some of the teachers are saying, what can we use as a podcast? And it just, you're right. We just jumped into it. And our first, as you said, Joel, our first two have no music. And I, I give the music <laughs> with my voice. <laughs> Like it's ridiculous, and then I'm asking these guys, "You got to get me some music." And eventually, you got me music, and then you became the editors. The whole thing was a learning process for us, but it was jumping in is such a powerful way to think. And there's no turning back when you jump in. And the first ones are I always talk about it as the old, you know, in series of Bat. If you look at the Batman collection of movies, this is no George Clooney version. This is the Adam West version of Batman, and it's a little campy. And sometimes we're laughing so hard, we're looking. And we have a visual portion of it, too. Sometimes you can do it visually, right? So we connect to visuals. So sometimes our podcast has all four people on the screen. Um, and we're using some – what's the technology we're using for that? What's the website? Do you remember, Akira? The website that we're using to upload? Well, or when we do it visually, when we do the visual one. Oh, you haven't done that yet. We, did we that actually haven't gotten it just because of COVID, um, since a lot of yes. them are actually done on the phone. That's I love that part about it too because we actually we get it on the phone and then we we tie that connection into our podcasting board so it, it's it's that's a really nice aspect about doing the podcast through the phone but because of COVID we haven't gotten to do it but there are some softwares out there is what I'm saying to make your yeah. podcast a visual podcast so the yeah. four of you are there talking like you'll see when you I guess when you watch it always amazes me when I I watch uh, Tim and Sid on Sportsnet on television. And these guys are in a podcast room. They're sitting in a studio and we're watching them. We don't have to watch them. We just have to hear their voice. But it has just a visual element to it. So we've had that piece done. And I think we're going to start doing that in the next uh, month or so. Well, I, I, have, to, I have to jump in. Um, thank you so much. Uh, I think, you know, this is the message is find the problem you want to solve and don't wait around. Uh, jump in. Get messy. Uh, find, uh, find supports. Grow your network so you have lots of guests and lots of interesting things, and uh, you'll learn the technology as you go. Um, so thank you uh, to all the panelists. Um, we, uh, we very much appreciate all your expertise, and um, we'll just uh, I'll wrap up. so much for tuning in today. You can find more information about today's topic in the show notes. If you know another educator who'd enjoy this podcast, please share it with them. And give us some feedback too. We'd appreciate your rating and review in the app you're using to listen to this. Keep growing, learning, and taking care of yourself. The world needs educators like you.